welcome to our next episode of Unschooled Malachi. I'm Malachi. And I'm Ben. But no winter! Yeah, no winter day. And that's because of today's topic. We are not going to have a joke. Because it's a culture. And yes. in fact, this is our first non-life science episode. Yeah. And it's about Aztecs. That's right. And because we don't have a joke, I usually do some sort of segue. But this will just be the segue. It'll be a musical one. And right now. So, Malachi, I, as... Is my usual position in this podcast. I'm going to pretend I know nothing about Aztecs. And you actually do know nothing about Aztecs. Oh, wait. I know nothing about Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Malachi, my important question, the big, broad question. Is what are Aztecs? Who? Oh, yeah. Who are they? The Aztecs are a fierce tribe of warriors that settled around the Valley of Mexico until the 1500s. Cool. Do you know where... Oh, uh, I'm asking this because I don't know. Where is the Valley of Mexico? In Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> so why don't we start by talking about their culture, right? Yeah. Let's start with my favorite thing about any culture, the food. So corn was their primary grain, along with a tiny grain called quinoa. You mean quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> quinoa. So in English, it's spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A, but it's actually pronounced quinoa. Quinoa. They also grew chili peppers, tomatoes, and potatoes. Mmm. And they also formed on chimpas. What are chimpas? Pretty much their floating farms. Oh. On a lake. So they would farm on top of lakes? Yeah. Wow. And they would do some some things to make to make the soil more fertile. What kind of um do you know what kind of uh plants they would plant on these floating farm Probably probably corn probably corn and some of the things they just listed. And they were also hunters. Hmm. And fishers. Alright. Let's go from their diet to their writing. How did the Aztecs write? They wrote using picture glyphs. What are picture glyphs? I feel like this is the dumbest question I've ever asked, but <laughs> as always, okay, we want to make sure everything is clear. Malachi, what is a picture glyph? Oh, picture writing. Picture writing. So that means you write... One picture in... means what a letter. Or a word. Yeah. And it can represent something. I know, and I'll put a link to this in our description. I know in one of the DK Eyewitness books, we looked at some of those picture glyphs that were describing days. Yeah. Of the week. Like, it was and, a knife, it was rain. Oh, and I'll remind you to put some Aztec pictures on this, on the show notes. They are really different from, from, from the pictures that we use, so they're hard to understand. Right, and they're definitely very different than, say, maybe the most well-known picture glyphs are Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yeah, arguably the most well-known. Yes. Um, and the, the ones that I've seen, uh, the ones that we've looked at in our various books, very interesting, really cool-looking. Um, so, yeah, I'll make sure there's a link to those things in there. Hey, I just mentioned that some of the picture glyphs represent days um, in a month, 
I know the Aztecs have their own calendar. Can you explain that? So the Aztecs had an eighteen day had an eighteen month calendar with twenty days. Or maybe I'm getting that backward. Twenty I think it's an eighteen month calendar with twenty days each. And their calendar also had three hundred and sixty five days. You're right. I just did the math here. Um 18 months and 20 days in each of those... 18 months? 18 months is 360. So plus five, what do they do with the other five days? Five... Those are five... Those are five unnamed, unmonthed days. Interesting. <laughs> oh, and also there's a holy year. Okay. And it would intertwine with the, with the regular 365-day year. Oh, it had 250 days, the holy year. One... Once every 52 years, that would be regarded as the beginning of a new century. That's crazy. I love that they had that they, I love that the Aztec had a calendar like that. Yeah. All right, I see in our list here, because I'm really curious about this one, um, ball game? Oh, so they played a ball game, too, for, so one of the punishments of their captured prisoners was to play a ball game. It it was an eye shaped ring, and you had to throw a ball through a through a sideways hole. And the loser was, wait for it, wait for it, sacrificed. Ooh. <laughs> All right. You just mentioned the word sacrifice. I feel like there's an important thing. Uh, tell me about the Aztecs' beliefs. So, Aztec beliefs. Yes, tell me about their beliefs. So, here's one myth. They believe that they were at the end of five... that they were five cycles of the world. Here it is. The first cycle, there were giants instead of humans. Hetzepulatl, the one god was the sun, but he didn't do very good, so... and he shined out a little light. And then he got really mad for some reason I can't remember... Maybe because of the humans taunted him for his little light. <laughs> so he let out his no a giant. So he let out his so he let out his jaguars on everybody and the, they killed and ate everything and the world ended. The second one was made by real humans instead of giants. Quetzalcoatl was the sun was the sun. Mm-hmm. And but then the humans became foolish and lazy, so one, so another god decided to turn them all into monkeys. This made Quetzalcoatl so mad that he blew them all off the earth. The third one, the third one, was was also made by actual people, and another god ruled the sun. But when another god kidnapped that the sun's wife, he was he became so sad that he neglected the world. Crops began to die, and the people prayed for rain. So he gave them rain. Just the rain was made of fire, and it ended up burning the whole world to ashes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the fourth one. Yes. This female in God was the was the sun. She was very nice to everybody, but this other god was mean to her. So mean, in fact, that she cried for 50 years straight and ended up drowning the whole world. 
<laughs> the fifth one is where the Aztecs thought the one we're living now. We lived in now. In all of those, and that one, the being the sun ended up jumping into a flaming pot. None of the gods has the courage, except the weak and, and scrawny god who jumped in and became the sun. He, another god, another god, his big bold brave brother. Try saying that fast three times. Big bold brave brother, big bold brave brother, big bold brave brother, big bold brave brother, big bold brave brother. Yeah, he jumped in too. They didn't want to. The other gods didn't want two sons, so they threw a giant rabbit at him and dimmed his light by half, becoming the moon. It was probably just. He probably just blindly felt around for something that to throw at him and happened upon a giant rabbit. And if the people aren't aren't nice, or if they neglect the gods, the world will be the world will be shooken will be shooken so much that it'll that it'll crumble and the world will end for good. Whoa, and that's the era we live in currently, according yeah. to the Aztecs. Also, here's the really disgusting part. Wait, actually, it's not disgusting for the Aztecs. So please don't say it's gross, okay? Is this the part about sacrifice? Yeah. So the Aztecs believed that they had to supply the gods with human blood to make them happy. It involved putting them on a sacrificial altar in their capital city, drawing their hand into them, and pulling out their still-beating hearts. And it would probably go on beating for a few hours. And then they would toss the bodies down the stairs. Yikes. <laughs> um, also, they weren't murdering each other. They were murdering their um, rivals. Yes. And I do know that the Aztecs were the only ones that did any sort of human sacrifice. Among most cultures in the world. If I remember correctly... They're the only ones that did human sacrifice. Yeah. But have become... Willingly. Yes, willingly. and uh, Among the government. And I think it's important to recognize that. that yeah. Thinking that cult- non-Western cultures all sacrifice humans. Well, no, it was only the Aztecs. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think... Uh, I'm anecdotally saying this. I do not have evidence to back up. But I feel like that's what they are most well known for. And not many of the other cool things, such as their chimpas, their floating gardens, which is really cool. Or the, or the the things that they first cultivated that are that are now in the form of this giant bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Good, good, good podcasting here. That is the sound of a bag full of chocolate chips. Which the Aztecs first, which Native American cultures first cultivated. Now. Let's go to something else. Yes, let's talk about their history. Um, their empire that was around for a long time. Let's start with, uh, um, let's start with the capital city, which I'm going to say very carefully, Tenochtitlan. No, and then I messed up. Tenochtitlan. I got it. Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan. So Tenochtitlan was their capital city. It was built right on a lake. That's why there were chimpas. Oh, it had, nice. it had, in 
the center there was a great temple where there was an altar where human sacrifices take place. Mm-hmm. There are also a few other round temples surrounding that, which were to other gods, such as Quetzalcoatl or Zipatonic. Cool. As we're talking about their history, you mentioned the uh, country below the United States, which is Mexico. Yeah. Where does Mexico get its name from? The Aztecs. Wait a minute. How is that possible? <laughs> the Aztecs called themselves the Mexica. Right. So the people that we call Me- Aztecs were really Mexicas. I'm just going to call them Mexicas from now on. Yes. Which would be because that's the name they call themselves. And that's where the name for Mexico, the country, where their name comes from. Alright, I also see on here that you have the word city-states written down. What does yeah. that refer to? So, the Aztec Empire actually wasn't really, a, like, one government. It was actually an alliance of a bunch of city-states. Tenochtitlan, Chitlan, and a few others. And, like, three others. Eventually, those three started conquering their na- the neighboring city-states and forced them to join them. Or maybe they just wanted to join them because they surrendered. Yeah. And eventually, that became the great Aztec... The great as The great Aztec... Whoops. I mean, it's the great Mexica Empire. <laughs> well, and at some point, that empire comes to an end. Yeah, because we don't have Mexico around. Have Mexica Aztecs around right now. Mexica Aztecs around, yes. Yeah. Um, Mexico slash Aztecs. How did their How did their empire end? Well, European explode. Okay, you can guess the rest. <laughs> European explosions. <laughs> <laughs> no. European explorers, and specifically, yes. it was the Spanish. Yeah, the the Spanish. So, Montumenta, uh, the the second, which was the empire, which was the emperor of the Aztecs, at that moment actually welcomed them in. Yes. In. As they looked around at the wonderful, at the thriving community, the Mexican people were like, we don't want you here, and revolted. At the same time, the Spanish had brought all these fancy cannons and bayonets, and were much stronger, and smallpox, and diseases such as smallpox were very deadly, were very deadly. Hey, I didn't cover smallpox in my viruses episode. No. Anyways. Anyways. Monumenta II. Montezuma. Montezuma II was murdered. Tenochtitlan was sacked. Mm-hmm. Tenochtitlan. Yep. Was was sacked, and the empire came to the to an end. Some Aztecs were kept as slaves, but within fifty years, the treatment was pretty cool. So they so they died, and barely anything was left of the once great Aztec. Wait, I meant Mexico Empire. I uh, sad, sad story. Yeah, it's, just, it's very sad, and I know some of the ruins still. Exist? S- still exists. Um, that's how I knew it, but not, that's how we know about Tenochtitlan. Well, before we end, I always like to say, is there any other facts that we want to cover? So, there's still Aztec descendants today, and they're actually trying to keep the Aztec culture alive. Yes, and I was making a little noise from uh, this thing because. It's, can you talk about the importance of chocolate to the Aztecs? 
Like, who had access to chocolate? Uh, oh, yeah. So, they served the tea that was kind of like hot chocolate, but was more spicy because they seasoned it with chili peppers and also sweetened it with vanilla. Only higher-class citizens were allowed were allowed to eat chocolate because it was a class of high, because it was a symbol of higher class yes. to the Aztecs. Now anybody can eat it, even us commoners, because we have a uh, we have a, a nice si- giant bag of chocolate chips. We have a chips. nice six-inch-tall bag of chocolate chips. Wow, I feel like I've learned so much, Malachi. Yeah. I have a grand new appreciation for who the Mexicas were. Thanks for remembering that. Yeah, I say that correctly. I guess, well, that's our episode on Aztecs. Mexicas? We said it at the same time. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And next week, I think we are going to be doing ears. Maybe. Maybe. We're not sure yet. But until then... Or the Earth's structure, or the respiratory system, or a species of mollusk, or eyeballs, or teeth, or... <laughs> ah, it's just so hard to decide when you're a podcast about anything and everything. Well, but until then, stay safe. Wear your masks. Wear your, wear your masks. And be... Pr- be and well. If, and if you have an Aztec heritage, and if you have an Aztec or any Mesoamerican her- heritage, be proud of it. That's right. Absolutely. So until next time, bye! Bye!